It's just too much. I think she's a very nice girl. And they just made me employee of the month yesterday, so I'm getting a lot of calls. I know where I'm not wanted, and I'm not wanted any place where people have all these social obligations if you get one of me. That's not true. You have you have two kinds of stuffing. You have real cranberry sauce. Run! I mean, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here, or what I'm doing here, or what this place is about, but I am determined to enjoy myself. And I'm very intrigued, and oh my, this soup's delicious, isn't it? Hello and welcome to the Best Supporting After Show, where we continue to queen out on all things Best Supporting Actress. Sometimes we talk about awards, lately we play a lot of games, then we get to our BSA of the week and we get the hell out of here. I'm still Colin. <laughs> and I'm still Nick. <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, I'm very excited about the fact that we are continuing what is becoming a Best Supporting After Show tradition of of games of I, I scrambled it by the end but games yeah. games is round what i'm excited four. about round four round four this is usually when things get pretty precarious during happy hour but uh <laughs> but here we're tonight. just getting started yeah exactly we're here we're just getting started so uh where are my shoes so i uh before we dive in uh, any other any other business to get to? You know, we, we don't really do business. We don't do yeah. business. You know, you know, uh, just chit chat at the beginning of the best sporting after show. We get the right fuck to it. But yes. here at the best sporting after show, we can let our boobs out and let them breathe a little. So, uh, <laughs> how was your boobs, Memorial Ed. Day weekend? They're called boobs, Ed. Yeah. Uh, they, maybe the name of this episode. Who knows? Yes. Um, how was your Memorial Day weekend? It was great. I I can't remember if that was something we talked about off mic or on the show, but uh, it was very busy. And sometimes I get, I don't even know what the word is. I get anxious about like having every day, like moment of the day planned. But also mm. I'm like, I'm, I, I don't exaggerate when I say that I'm being dramatic because there are like pockets of time where I can, you know, sit down and relax and like you know but it's like it's not like we're in for the night it's like we go back to the house for two hours and then we have to do this other thing too and i'm mm. not complaining i think like keon and i have really come a long way with finding balance in my need to not keon sees like possibility and i see like impossibility <laughs> like yeah as far as like how to schedule the weekend and what we can do in like three days off like it I, I still would want to have a picnic. I, we went. So to answer your question, before I just ramble on for five minutes, we uh, Friday night, we went over to Jamie's house because or maybe we didn't. I can't I can never remember what we did on Fridays. That's like <laughs> I'm off to a great start. I don't know what um, the hell we did on Friday. Oh, you know what we did? We started watching um, the Friends reunion, the first half of it, which I'll talk about later because it's going to pop up in a segment just in just oh. a bit um oh. and and then we just kind of uh, i don't even know what how the rest of the evening span jamie called us and then we like facetime with her for a while and then saturday um was like we woke up we went to estate sales we went to thrift stores we uh you know got lunch we also hung out we, we hung out with jamie and her sister jana the entire day because her mom from erie meryl uh also came down and her fiance uh, also came down. And we just had like a whole day. It was just like great. And the weather was kind of shitty, though. I don't know how it was in New York. Was it rainy? It's terrible. Yeah, yeah it was really awful. Um, so that was like the whole night. 
and basically the whole day and Sunday we woke up and we had a picnic at my mom's house and that picnic did not start until four but for some reason I don't know how I felt the day like like I just said like I just can't do things anymore but like I didn't have to do anything until four o'clock so I can't remember what I did on Sunday morning but I did something and then yesterday was a picnic at our place with our friends that started we started prepping like in the morning and it officially started at 11 and the friends did not leave until seven ish, uh, which is a long day, but it was awesome. Like I, again, I'm, I'm being a curmudgeon, but like I really, really enjoyed yesterday a lot, but also it was like the sort of like Sunday scaries. I was like, Oh man, work tomorrow. And I got really like bummed about it. And Mm, here I am. So a sort of hodgepodge of like, you know, stop complaining, Nick. But also, you know, I, I just want to like, you know, sit down and read a book or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, there's weekend. no shame in wanting like, you know, I, I mean, Recharge such a sense time, of possibility yeah. that the, the, the chance to just say it's a Saturday and I have nowhere to go and Oof. nothing to do and nothing but time. Like, and that's Keon's worst nightmare. So like, oh, we've really had oh to my like, God. grapple with that. Yeah. Oh, that, you know, I, yeah, I love that. I just yeah. swoon for that. I, you know, the idea of like going out and then coming home and then knowing you have to go back out again. I mean, when John and I were still together and we went to Houston for Christmas, I mean, that's what broke me. That was yeah. the macaroni grill Italian There's nachos always that something. broke me. Yes, something. It was, do. it, yeah, it was the, you know, because we had just a, a, such a, a busy trip and, then it was this one day, many days into the trip, where we like got home from some brunch at my parents, and then it was like, you know, okay, well, we're gonna leave in forty-five minutes to go to his mom's and his stepdad's, and I just like laid on the couch and I was like, I can't do it, I can't do it, and then I had a meltdown, and then he went and I stayed home and you know ordered food, <laughs> but yeah. I just couldn't do it, and then, and then he came home and he was like, honestly, no one wanted to be there, we were all exhausted, you had the right idea, um, yeah, you know. I, uh, some sometimes you know sometimes the tank knows when it should be empty you know yeah it's like i i don't necessarily feel shame over it either too but like i really because sometimes keon will go i know what certain um trips what am i trying to say with certain friends i know a certain amount of time is needed or that like i know if we go to somebody's house it's gonna be like a three-hour excursion it's gonna be lovely yeah but also, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know if I have, like, that much room in my tank today for that. And I, it's like, you know, the sort of introverted extrovert, you know, and, and, or the reverse of that, too. Like, I really can't figure myself out sometimes because I do love being around people. And, like, like yesterday, like, that was seven hours of, like, entertaining and also just, like, sitting in our backyard and just, like, laughing and drinking champagne and, like, eating great food. And I was not tired, like, once um and but mm-hmm. then like towards the end i'm like you know everyone get out of my house but like <laughs> i was I, I think like i don't know what that is and like Keon wants to do stuff and like i it's not any it's not that i don't want to do stuff with him so we have to have like that conversation and like just but i i i feel like we have found a good balance with it like me getting out and do stuff because once i'm there i'm okay and usually it involves Sometimes like an iced coffee. I need an iced coffee and maybe like, you know, a little yum yum for the road, as we yeah. call them. And some, yeah. And sometimes that's what it what it takes is just like, you know, 
oh, like I just, I don't think I want to do it. And then you get there and then it's like, oh, I'm having a great time. And I feel like I would imagine for someone like Keon, like especially since you guys have been together for so long, it's like mm-hmm. knowing like, oh, Nick, I think if you just push yourself a little bit, you're probably going to have a good time. Like, yes, you know, versus yes. knowing like, okay, your tank's empty. You know, like I, I, I'm, I'm more like you, my tank empty. So I don't know what that's like to manage it from Keon's side, but I would mm-hmm. imagine there has to be, Knowing myself, there's times where I think the tank is empty, and it's like, oh no, I could take a trip to the supermarket, you know? Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, sometimes they know better than you, you know, if 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 it's worth going out and participating and getting over the like, oh, I just want to stay home instinct, you know? Yeah. And on the flip side, and Keon and I, Keon and I have like gotten to like squabbles about it before. Like, if I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go and and like really trying to find balance especially if it's like you know both of our friends now but more his friends you know if it's that situation where like we're somewhere where we might hang out for like four hours plus I'm like we've spent more than enough time here and this is I'm like and this is my Sunday you know like and right it's right but like he if it was up to him he would never leave he wouldn't. I don't. I mean, I think he would obviously leave at some point, but like he would not mind staying. And then I start to get anxious about like overstaying our welcome, because I'm like right. they probably have shit to do too, and maybe they're too nice to say get the hell out of my. Like I will say everyone leave, but like I can do it in like a right. charming sort of get out sort of way. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'll start yeah. just like cleaning up shit just to start cleaning up, but also like that's usually. You know, I'll get the ball rolling if I have to. I have no qualms about it. But I'm I'm not like an asshole about it. Like, but I just feel I wish people were more. I don't know. Three hours tops is all you need. Yep. I hear you. I feel like, you know, there's uh, yeah, there's there's those little subtle cues of like, you know, I yeah, I think I might start cleaning up. I think uh, you start putting things in the dishwasher. All of a sudden it's just, you know, (laughs) know, it seems like things are wrapping up here. Uh, yes. Yeah, I uh, I hear you. When my tank is empty, when it's over, I'm like done. Nope. Yeah, it's over. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you expect to get out of me. Uh, my tank's empty. Yeah. Uh, and like, don't push it because once my tank is empty, uh, me running on fumes is not good. <laughs> yeah, or like starting a movie or maybe opening. I mean, I'm down for like opening another bottle of wine. Like, but I don't. It just depends on the company and like where I am but it becomes like a negotiation like I'm like okay I can give you like 30 more minutes and he's like maybe Mm. 45 and I'm like (laughs) I'm like fine like 35 and we're just like uh and we just sort of go from there too but uh I don't know I don't I it's a it's a work in progress I guess but uh I don't know how we got on this whole subject too about oh I think Memorial Day weekend so all of this yeah yeah you had a very busy Memorial Day weekend yes Um, yes yes, well good well good um yeah I uh I got the my second COVID shot on Friday after I um or before I had my exit interview like early afternoon so I went a few hours but I had an appointment a few hours before that in Astoria so went got that done at a Walgreens Super easy. Nice. Uh, didn't take my COVID selfie, so I, it's not even real. Um, and then <laughs> I, um, yeah, then that night I I woke up in the middle of the night and like my window was open and it was raining and windy and it was super cold in my bedroom. It was so dramatic. And I was like, oh God, oh, I have to close that window. And that's when I realized how like how sore my arm was. Oh, and, like, yeah. 
and and I was feeling really like achy, and I was like, oh god, all the side effects have come on. And so I like, and my bed is up against the wall where the window was, so I kind of like leaned over and like tried to close it with one hand, couldn't do it. So I was like, oh no, I'm gonna have to use both hands. I'm gonna use my bad arm, and it took no. everything in me to close this window. And then I like flopped back, you know. Uh, into the bed and I was like and Marco was laying right next to me he was like the cat at the nursing home that lays in the bed so the people <laughs> were about to die yes um and I just laid there like in fetal position just like shivering no shivering with Ugh. chills and then I think I just passed out um and so yeah so then the next day I was feeling pretty rough you know it was all the the, the crappy you know COVID yeah. side effects, the usual and, you know, stuff. The, the shot symptoms. And I was like, all right, whatever. I, I don't mind a day on the couch. So I kind of had the day you wanted. I just spent the whole day on the couch watching TV and, yeah. you know, doing a whole bunch of nothing. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, I didn't really, you know, I, I didn't do any, you know, picnicking or any big celebrating. Uh, I, I think in a lot of ways, as we talked about on the main episode, it was, I was in kind of this weird headspace of like, oh, I don't. I don't have a job I have to go to next week. Yeah. I'm in a new chapter officially. And I, I was just kind of settling into that. So, um, you know, Sundays are always big podcasting days. And so that yeah. kind of took up most of Sundays. So, uh, so yeah. And, uh, now here we are here recording we best are. sporting podcast and, uh, about to play a game. Like yeah. Told. Much like last week, I I just like remembered as I started record, I don't have a name for this game. But I, oh. I if I had to like describe it, it started out as um sort of like a hall of fame of like the uh assistant to the BSAs. Like that was oh, sort of I'm not gonna God. do questions about all of the movies or TV shows that we've watched or talked about and just focused on that. But then I kind of went into a different direction so it's really just like fan favorites of the bsa pod really but also like there's some like uh you know assistant to the bsas there's some bsa there's some leading people so it's just a it's um again just a a buffet of you know a bevy of women i love it that we love love a buffet and i'm (laughs) mad at a bevy I oh my oh my goodness yes um, okay all right okay uh, and all there right. are ten questions I didn't do twelve I did ten but and I that's tried fine. to I tried to make them easier <laughs> than the last thank time. you thank you that's very yes. kind you know um I I did not create our theme song yet but I have okay. I already know what it's gonna be Ooh, I already have it in my head well, I I just you know now that I'm in retirement I can focus on it yeah. maybe tomorrow that'll be the one thing I do tomorrow the one thing I do yeah. Great. Uh, yeah, so, so here we you know, go. Sock it to me. <laughs> okay, so number one, we're starting off with a bang. We loved Anna DeVere Smith in, well, everything. Mm-hmm. Which of these TV shows has Anna DeVere Smith not appeared in? So three of them <sighs> she has, one of them she has not. Okay. Here are the options. We have okay. Black-ish. Okay. Nurse Jackie. Uh-huh. The Cosby Show. Okay. And The West Wing. And feel like you can talk it out if you need to, and I can repeat those if you want. Okay. Well, I know she was in Nurse Jackie, so we're going to take that out. And yes. I know she was in The West Wing, so we're going to take that out. So we're down to Blackish and The Cosby Show. Oh, yes. my goodness. I am going to say, A, she was not in Blackish. 
No, she was not. I uh, know. I'm sorry. It uh, does seem it was. She was not in the Cosby Show, and that's the one I just uh, like randomly thought of. I was like, that'd be cool to see Anna Devere Smith in the Cosby Show. Yeah, and it was like oh. a deep cuts. I know. It's okay. No, nope. um, it's yeah. humbling. It's humbling. It was it's a, a fifty-fifty shot. Yes. I sit here acting like I am such a big fan of hers, and I don't even know what she was on. So, uh, this is a big moment for me. All yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Okay, watch me get all of them wrong. <laughs> I know, I'm like... <laughs> I tried to do almost every question, like, emphasis on almost, where you could talk, you can eliminate at least two of them, so you can kind Thank of, you. Uh, you know, talk it out and, and make it that way. Okay, so that's okay. Onward and upward. So we have... The, yeah. Here's the next question. Uh, Jane Alexander, who is in, you know, the Hall of Fame of Assistant to the Best Supporting Actress, you know dish scene ex- uh, dishwashing scene more specifically uh hall of fame so she received an oscar nomination for kramer versus kramer as we know in addition to kramer versus kramer she was also nominated an additional three times for an oscar mm-hmm. and did not win mm-hmm. which of the following mm-hmm. movies was not was she not nominated for excuse oh, me no. So I will list four movies. Three of them she was nominated for, but one she was not. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> and this one might be harder, I guess. Um, but here we go. We have All the President's Men. Uh-huh. The Cider House Rules. Uh-huh. Testament. Uh-huh. And The Great White Hope. Okay. I think I know the answer to this. Okay. Do you need to talk it out at all? Or well, I know maybe just maybe just for the audience. Why don't you just give those four choices? Sure, yeah, just for the audience, just for them. <laughs> I don't need it. We have uh, all the president's men, the cider yes. house rules, testament, mm. and the great white hope. Okay, so I know she was nominated for all the president's men, mm-hmm. and I testament would be something I would have assumed. She, I'm pretty sure she was nominated for. Yeah, and I feel like I would know. If she was nominated for the Cider House Rules. And so I, I'm going to say that that is the one that she was not nominated for. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Oh, thank God, thank God. Jesus, I thought this is it. I'm going to just uh, gonna take my hat if yeah. I did not. I'm just going to take like my hat White. White. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, okay, yeah. Um, let me see here. Oh, the next one. Okay. Um, okay, so we're you got one, you didn't get one. I got so one. Not bad. I got bad. one, didn't get one. Yeah. Okay. Leaving the way I came. Yeah. So similar to our Anna DeVere Smith question, the true BSA of Tootsie, Terry Gar, has had guest spots in all of these TV shows except one. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, and the way that I phrase this is like kind of stupid. The way that I did the answers, but you know, <laughs> we have Frasier, Friends, Murphy Brown, and then I wrote all of the above. <laughs> but it's not the way that I phrase the question doesn't like make sense with that. So like, was she in all of these three TV shows, or, or which one like... wasn't? <laughs> <laughs> this is I feel yeah. like there's a question like this every time we played it on both sides. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take this horse out to pasture and put it out of its misery and just say D all the above. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you're right. 
in my mind it made sense and then i was i was as i was reading it i was like oh this this is like two questions sewn together by the fumes of this morning as i drank coffee She's been a guest star in all of these shows yeah. except D all of the above. I guess <laughs> that would suggest that she was in none of them. <laughs> yeah, I know, which doesn't make sense. Okay, well, you got another one, so that's yeah. Good. That's I got good. listen. I got another point. What if I got that wrong? Oh, I know that would have been great. That would have been great. She played Phoebe's mom and friends, which I feel is so perfect, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can see that. That's a great choice. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Tyne Daly. Ever heard of her? Ah. <laughs> familiar yes Tyne Daly and Anne Dowd have shared a TV co-star or no sorry I said that wrong <laughs> Tyne Daly and Anne Dowd have a shared TV co-star in common who is it we have oh so both of them have been in separate TV shows with the same actor same or actress yeah. there's men and women in this category actually or in this Wait. question we have Amy Brenneman Bradley Whitford, Elizabeth Moss, and Carrie Coon. Okay. So the, the Anne Dowd and, and Tyne, Tyne Daly. Daly. Yes. Have a shared co-star. They both worked with this person in separate TV shows. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Well, I know that Anne Dowd has worked with Elizabeth Moss, but yes. what else has Elizabeth Moss been in with? Who's the other person? Tyne, Tyne Daly. Daly. Elizabeth Moss and Tyne Daly, where are their paths crossing? Yeah. So, and I could be wrong here, but I'm going to take that sure, out of yeah. this. Uh, and then there's Carrie Coon, and I'm like, Carrie Coon and Tyne Daly, where would their paths cross? I don't know. Yeah. So I'm going to just take them out. Do it. I'm going to say okay. the other two are, uh, who are the first two? Uh, Amy Brenneman and Bradley Amy Whitford. Brenneman. Amy Bremmons and Anne Bradley Whitford. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. I know that Tyne Daly did work with Amy Brenneman because she was in judging Amy. So I'm going to just, I'm going to go, you know, I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to trust, I'm going to trust the judge. I'm going to say, A, Amy Brenneman judging Amy. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh. Oh my God! Oh wow! <laughs> so Amy Brenneman was both in Judging Amy with Tyne Daly, and she was also in The Leftovers um, with Anne Dowd because she played Justin Theroux's oh, wife. Oh, I, I knew the answer to this. Yeah, oh. that's that was my sort of like I know he watched the pilots or half yeah. of it. <laughs> I didn't even put that together that yeah. Anne Dowd had worked with. Oh, okay, all right. I'm glad you got. Uh, it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That feel because I would have been so mad. I would have been so mad. Okay. And honestly, um, I don't know why I put Bradley Whitford in there. I guess he probably was in. I don't even know. I don't know what my logic yeah. was there, but uh, you know, it is worked. he in The Handmaid's Tale? Oh, he is in The Handmaid's Tale. That's right. Yeah. Good one, Colin. Yes. And I think yeah. he might, but I don't think he was in um, Judging Amy. So there's that. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I don't keep up with Judging Amy very much. So, yeah. Uh, I only judge myself. Be honest. Myself. Um, all right, great. Two, got two right, and then one wrong. Yes, because you got the... Okay, like three right. Oh, did you? Me. Okay, let me just check here. So you got the one we just said. You got Amy Brenneman. You got all of the above. Oh, yeah, and you also got the Cider House Rules. Yeah, so three yeah. right, one wrong. Okay, great. Next question. 2016 was a great year for Laurie Metcalf in television. <laughs> that should be like how they introduce and like this year was a great year for Laurie Metcalf in television. You know how they say yeah. that? 
at award shows. Um, I love it. She was nominated for three Emmy Awards that year. Which of the following TV shows was she not nominated for? So three of these, she was nominated. One, she was not. Uh-huh. We have Getting On, uh-huh. Portlandia, uh. Horace and Pete, uh. and The Big Bang Theory. I, I see. I know that she's in Getting On and mm-hmm. Horace and Pete and The Big Bang Theory. I did not think that she was in Portlandia, so I'm going to just guess B, Portlandia. Ding, ding, ding. <gasps> oh, the pause there. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was wrong. Great. Um, so four right, one wrong. And she actually, yeah. strangely enough, she was in Portlandia. She just didn't get an Emmy nomination. Or Emmy, oh. Emmy nomination for it. Yeah, she played a character named Jill, and that's all I know. So I'm interested in that. Um, yeah. Oh, I was, I was just thinking I'd love to see Laurie Metcalf in Portlandia. Well, yeah. So I know that would go. be great. So in 2016, she was nominated in the leading actress in a comedy category for Getting On, guest actress in a drama series for Horace and Pete, and guest actress for a comedy in The Big Bang Theory. It was a great year. Yeah. And we should actually, one of, one of our listeners uh, messaged me on Instagram and recommended Getting On. We, have you seen it? Have you ever seen no, it? No. I mean, I remember Ryan O'Connor, not to be confused with Ryan O'Connell, uh, from, mm. uh, Ryan O'Connor from Lady Watch would talk about it. And I feel like Niecy Nash is in that, right? Yeah. And um, oh, a lot of other so great good. women. Yeah. Yeah. So, Alex Bordstein. Bordstein. Yes. Yeah. Borstein, yeah. It feels uh, like something we would be into. A lot of women. Oh, it's so good. I watched it the first two seasons a while ago. It's June Squibb shows up. I mean, come on. Yes, I know. She's always, she's everywhere. Actually, I think June yeah. Squibb's coming up in just a few questions. Oh, my. Speaking yes. of June Squibb. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to steal my show, are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Haley Bennett, who you might not remember, but she... Uh, she I feel like she started the conversation of maybe of the category of assistant to the BSA of the sister who stayed home um, uh. was in uh, she was in Hillbilly Elegy. Um, she played yes. uh, like the real, t- uh, you know, the the sister of the brother, if that makes sense. I know that's a clunky yep. way of saying. It. Yeah, we know. Yeah. The sister who it's JD's sister who worked at the shoe store. Yes. Yeah. 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 The shoe store. Oh, it's so good. OK. OK. So Haley Bennett who played uh, the sister in Hillbilly Elegy, as we just discussed. Um, she co-starred along BSA Hall of Famers, Allison Janney and Lisa Kudrow, but also Justin Thoreau, uh, you know, Anne's, Anne's Justin, or yeah, Justin's give it all Anne. To Justin. Yeah, give it yeah. all to Justin. Uh, in this 2016 thriller, the options are Sicario, or Sicario, Edge of Tomorrow, The Girl on the Train, and A Quiet Place. Well, I'm going to say it's not a quiet place because mm-hmm. I don't think any of those people were in that. Okay. And I can't believe that Ann Dowd and Lisa Kudrow were in a movie together and I didn't know about it. Well, Ann Dowd is not in this movie. I just said Ann Dowd because of Justin Thoreau. So really, it's just Allison, Lisa, and Justin oh. are the co-stars. Oh, excuse me. Yes, I threw so Ann Dowd in there because... You can't say Justin Thoreau without saying Ann Dowd. No, no. I, I, I feel the same way. So, yes. Uh, Ann okay. Dowd is not she, in this movie. Yes. Ann is not in this movie. But Justin and Lisa, Lisa. and Allison yes. 
are in this movie. So I do, I know they're not in a quiet place. So there's Sicario, Edge mm-hmm. of Tomorrow, and what was the third one? The Girl on the Train. Girl on the Train. I don't know why that's like sticking with me. I think mm-hmm. it is. I think it is. I think it's C. I think it's a, the Girl on the Train. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, yeah. my God. I think I knew that because I remember seeing that in Alice and Janney's uh, filmography, probably from the untitled Alice and Janney. Yes, from last there we week. go. Yeah. Yes, because I had no idea that they were all in that, too. And I almost said Emily Blunt, Alice and Janney, Lisa Kudrow, and Justin. But that would have, especially if you ruled out A Quiet Place, which also had Emily Blunt in it, you would have got mm. it even quicker. So great. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You've only missed one. You've only missed one. This is uh, only this is one, you know. Uh that's all right. That's okay. I uh I ran this race with a broken yes. ankle. So this is probably one of the harder ones, but maybe you maybe you know. I don't know. Right. Um throwing it back to judging Amy for a second. Oh my what, goodness. <laughs> I know. What future BSA Oscar winner and Tony winner once had a guest spot in Judging Amy back in 2000. So all these women who I'm about to uh, list off have both won an Oscar and also won a Tony. Just wanted to, like, you know, show them off. So all this hinges on my Judging Amy knowledge. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I could give you a hint, but there's there's really no, not. There's It's, it's, it's just, just like a blind it. guess, really. Okay, so which of these had a guest spot which of these great women had a guest spot in judging amy back in 2000 was it viola davis Catherine zeta jones whoopi goldberg or rita moreno you know i am just gonna i'm probably wrong but i the only one i could imagine doing this is is Rita Moreno. I'm going to say D. I'm going to go Rita, 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 Rita Moreno. It was Viola. Unbelievable. <laughs> but again, Unbelievable. this question is, who knows? No one knows in, this question. Yeah, in no what world does anyone know that one time, Viola Davis in 2000, before she was anybody, <laughs> she had a one-episode guest spot on Judging Amy. Yes. Well, now we know. <laughs> now we all know. And and someone out there will have a, a bar trivia game in, in a few years. And yes. They'll be like, it'll be this question, and they'll remember this moment, and they, yeah. they won't say Rita Moreno. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay, so here's a fun one. I had a lot of time. I had a lot of fun, like, making this question and kind of, like, researching, you know, the details that accompanied it. But here it is. Cher, Kate Winslet, Barbara Streisand and Julie Andrews all have one thing in common. They are one award away from being EGOTs. Which award are all these women missing? And again, I'll say them again. Cher, Kate Winslet, Barbara Streisand, and Julie Andrews. Okay. So they all have, they're all missing the same letter of that of that bucket. yes so they have three of the letters but they're missing one of them so it's either they're all missing an emmy award mm-hmm. they're missing an oscar and they're missing a tony or they're missing a grammy 
and you could probably talk it out. Like, obviously, some of these are, you you know that all these women have one of these or two of these or, you know. So feel free to think it I mean, it it's up. crazy to think that Kate Winslet might have a Grammy, but mm-hmm. let me just put that on the side. So yeah. I, know they, I know that Cher has an Oscar, Kate's got an Oscar, Julie's got an Oscar. Who's the other one? Barbara Streisand. Barbara's got an Oscar. Okay, we so can rule gonna, that out. We can rule that out. We can say they all have Oscars. Uh, and then it's like, well, Grammy, it's like, well, surely Cher's got, Cher couldn't have gotten this far in her career without having a Grammy, but like Kate Winslet doesn't have a fucking Grammy. (laughs) Julie Andrews might have a Grammy. And then Barbara Streisand easily has a Grammy. I mean, come on. So I kind of feel like the fact that some of them have Grammys, Kate, I don't know why Kate has a Grammy, but she has a Grammy. Maybe it's for like a, an audio book. Um, so we're going to take, we're going to say it's either either an Emmy or a Tony that they all don't have. I'm going to say, like, think about, yeah, it's, I, I want to like talk you through it more, but can you think of any oh, reason? I... No, that's okay. I just like, I feel like you're onto it and, but maybe you don't need any help. Maybe you don't need Well, it. you know, then I'm thinking an Emmy. I'm like, I bet Kate's probably got an Emmy. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I bet Cher's got a primetime special Emmy. Kate's probably got like a Mildred Pierce Emmy or something. Uh, Julie just for showing up. Barbara. I'm going to say they're all missing a Tony. I'm just, you know, because it's going on long enough. They're all missing a Tony. Ding, ding, ding. <gasps> oh, thank God. Yeah. Oh God. I was, After all I was hoping for the Kate Winslet, Mildred Pierce sort of, you know, recollection. Because, yeah, Kate Winslet, believe it or not, has a Grammy, Colin. And it is, what is for her? exactly what you said it was. It's for a spoken word album in 2000. And I didn't even write the details. So it could, I don't know what that even translates to. It could be like. Wow. Yeah. So. And then wow. she has her Oscar for The Reader and then her Emmy for Mildred Pierce and, of course, the future Emmy for Mayor of Easttown, which will happen <laughs> inevitably. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, if I have anything to say about it. Yes. Uh, got it. Okay. I feel – okay. Wow. But I do have the good. stats for the rest of the women that I Please. was – I, I didn't was really fun ask. to look up. Yeah, yeah. But put you on the spot, but, but this is your moment. Yes. Uh, fill us in. So Cher obviously won her Oscar for Moonstruck. Um, she – probably has actually she this is crazy to say but i feel like she might only have one grammy but maybe i didn't scroll down far enough because i just saw it was like for best dance recording for um believe in 2000 but it's hard to believe that she wouldn't have more than one so we're just gonna say she has more than one because we love Cher. And then an emmy for kind of what you were saying outstanding variety music or comedy special um that's kind of the category. I just, yeah. I just want to pause you for a second. You're not wrong. That is the only Grammy she has is for 2000 for Believe. Yeah. That's how many. So she's been nominated that's for a Grammy tragic. three times. And she's won once. Ugh. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we, right. we truly are learning stuff here today. So Yeah. No, this was great. This was worth it. Uh, sorry. Go on. I just I saw that's that and okay. I just didn't yeah. want to go a moment further with saying you're right. so julie andrews obviously has her oscar for mary poppins she won an an emmy for outstanding nonfiction series 
Broadway, the American musical in 2004. I think she was a producer on that. And then okay. she also won in 1973 for Outstanding Variety Musical Series as well. Um, so two Emmy Awards there. Um, she has two Grammys. One was for like Best Recording for Children, maybe a children's book, and then another like spoken word album also for children. It's like collections of poems, songs, and lullabies as well. But famously... Julie Andrews does not have a Tony Award because she was nominated for Victor Victoria, but she declined the nomination, Colin, because she was very, she was so upset that she, or like, in addition to her, I think she was the only nomination for the entire show. Like, everyone else was shut out, like, as far as the cast. I don't know, because I know the costumes are really fabulous for that show. Like, I I find it hard to believe that, like, that wasn't nominated, but maybe that was the case. I didn't do that much, much research, but... Everyone chime in. There's a video on on YouTube of her at Curtain Call that says, like, I, you know, like, I'm very honored by the Tony nomination uh, committee, but I cannot accept this nomination and I am declining it. And everyone's like, wow. So she maybe could have had a Tony. She could have been an EGOT, but she turned it down. Wow. Well, you are again not wrong. I very quickly searched. But although the nominations on Monday included one for... uh, Julie Andrews as Best Actress in a Musical. Victor Victoria did not receive a single other nomination. Whoa. Well, even the long-forgotten Chronicle of a Death Foretold earned three. And I have no idea what that show is. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Um, Wow. Uh, Crazy Banana Pants. She could have been an EGOT. I know. I don't even know who else. I mean, that's a whole rabbit hole is who else was nominated that year. Yeah, I know. I was thinking that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least, Babs, uh, she won obviously for Funny Girl. And I think she has another, um, she has two Oscars. Was the other one for directing or producing? Maybe you can look that up while I'm talking. Um, and she has three Emmys. One was a daytime Emmy. Still counts. Um, still counts. Still, yes. I just means you can see it better because it's in the daylight. Yeah. She has a whole slew of Grammys. Like for as many Grammys as you thought Cher would have. Barbara's got them, I guess. I yes, that's probably um, where all the Grammys are. Yes, yeah. she stole them, and then very famously, Barbara has an honorary Tony Award. But since it is not a competitive Tony Award, it does not count. And maybe in some schools of Barbara fanatics, it does, and maybe in her <laughs> in her own mind, it does as well too. But not at least uh, according to Wikipedia, <laughs> it is it is not considered an EGOT status. Wow. Well, yeah. she well to in terms of the Oscars, she won the yeah, the Best Actress Oscar for Funny Girl, and yeah. she was also won Best Original Score in '77 for Evergreen. Oh yeah. Why did I think it was like so, producer or something? Well, here yeah. we go. Well, Great. Uh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So all these ladies more questions yeah. here. Yeah. But oh my god, um, she has so many Grammys. Oh my god, I know she has so lot, many fucking Grammys. Oh my god. Wow. So many nominations. Jesus, Barbara. Um, sorry, sorry. Uh, moving on. That's all right. So I don't know why, but I was, I guess I was really obsessed with like Emmy or like Golden Globe snubs, but this, I found this fascinating and I had to include it. So there are four women that I'm about to list two of these best supporting actress, you know, veterans really have never been nominated for a Golden Globe. Two out of the four never been nominated for a Golden Globe. We have Anne Dowd, Margot Martindale, Doris Roberts, and June Squibb. 
My goodness. Oh, my goodness. It's really, truly crazy to think that any of these women have not been. But two of them have, two of them haven't. Talk it up. I mean, Doris... Doris was just sweeping from from what I know and remember was just sweeping the category yeah. back in the day. Emmys, Golden Globes, Cable Ace, Nickelodeon Kid Choice <laughs> Awards. She was the one to beat. So I, I this could be a goop, but I'm going to just take Doris right off the table. I was like, no, Doris was a titan. She was the Jim Parsons of her category. Yes. So we're, uh, you're saying Doris has been nominated. She's in she that has category. been nominated okay. for a Golden Globe. Yes, she has. Yes, she has. Um, if, if I mean, it's like who wouldn't nominate Ann Dowd for a Golden? Wait, has a nom has one doesn't necessarily mean that they've won. Yes, yeah, it doesn't and mean that they won. I just feel like Margot won one for like guest something. I feel like she's. I feel like there's a reason she's got a Golden Globe. I'm gonna say Margot has a Golden Globe. I'm gonna say that you know what? We're just gonna go for it. I'm gonna say uh, it was prophetic. I feel. Oh, I'm probably wrong. I don't know. I don't think June Squibb has a Golden Globe. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. So, yeah. So, just to globe. just to recap your answers, you think your guess is Margot and Doris Roberts have uh, have been nominated for Golden yes. Globes, but Ann Dowd and June Squibb, unfortunately, have never been nominated for a Golden Globe. Oh, there was two of them. There's yeah. Two of them. So, I two out of the four. Yeah. That's okay. That's all right. Jesus, Maria. It well, you know what? In that case, I mean, the way you I'm phrased gonna, it, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to swap out. And I could, this could be all wrong. I just feel like I'm, oh, I feel like maybe Marco does. No, you know what? Dan's the one that brought you. Anne doesn't have a Golden Globe, and neither does June. Okay. So, Golden Globe nominations. Because you keep saying or Golden nomination. Globe. I know, I'm, I know. That's okay. I just want to make sure. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm just like. You know, there's my a lot car to think about off the cliff yes, and I'm still turning the wheel and I'm like, I know I'm wrong. Just hit me. Um, <laughs> so again, Margot and Doris, they have been nominated, but unfortunately, Anne Dowd and June Squibb have not been nominated. Final answer. It just can't be true, but it's too late now. The people want me to just say yes. They don't want me to keep deliberating. Yeah, that's OK. That's I want to okay. swip. I want to swap out Margot and Anne, but it's too late. Lock me in. So it's actually the opposite. So Margot and Doris Roberts have never been nominated for a Golden Globe, but Anne Dowd has been nominated for The Handmaid's Tale, and June Squibb was nominated for Nebraska. Isn't that crazy? Oh my God! I think I got. Of course, I knew she was nominated for Nebraska. Oh, that's okay. I mean, of all the things to ha of, uh, to harp on. Oh, that's but truly, the Doris Roberts of it all. She won five primetime Emmys. I think four of yeah. them were for Everybody Loves Raymond. But she was never nominated for a Golden Globe. Because, like, I've seen a well, lot know. of Golden Globe acceptance speeches. <laughs> yeah, I know. But You're I've never seen Margot or Doris on that stage. Yeah. And Marco uh, either, yeah. With all that like justified stuff, and uh, that's you know, what I'm thinking of. Else. She's won. She's gotten Emmys. Oh, okay. Well, I, you know, it's a that's goop. crazy. It's yeah. a goop because there I was, and I. Uh, all right. Well, I think if I thought about it harder, I knew that. I think I kept thinking one. Obviously, everybody was there for that. Uh, but it's too late. It's too late. I was never I was never going to be right because I ruled out Doris Roberts early. I so. mean it's it really is a tricky one cuz she won so many Emmys for Raymond so it's it's hard. It's truly crazy. I just like came in and just shoved her off the table. I was like, yeah. "Nope, not Doris." I know. Wrong. I know. Unbelievable. Okay. So, Melissa McCarthy, one of our favorite BSAs, is the queen of what I've sort of termed uh 
a buddy movie. There's always her and another like woman kind of leading most of her films, I would say. So mm-hmm. all of these films, I didn't finish writing this sentence, so I'm going to do it on the fly. <laughs> yeah, um, go for all it. of the following films, her co-stars, like AKA her buddy, because they're just like two leading women, Melissa McCarthy being one of them, and the other one are all Oscar winners except for one. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Her buddy in all these buddy comedies, three of the four you're about to list have won Oscars. One of them has not. Yes. Um, I got got this. Bring this. Bring it on. Yeah. So we have Thunder Force. We have Tammy. The Heat. Mm -hmm. And St. Vincent. Jesus Christ! It was a Saint Vincent was a oh well oh oh well I guess Saint Vincent I no and remember that it has to be Oscar winners. This is not Oscar nominees. Winners. This is no. Yeah. I actually, unless I'm misreading the situation, I believe that it's Saint Vincent because I'm assuming you're saying that the buddy is Bill Murray, and he has not won an Oscar. Is that, uh, that's is my that answer. Your final, okay, final answer. That's it. Ding, ding, ding. You're right. Uh, you got who it. Who's your co-star in Tammy? Who is the Tammy uh, Susan co-star? Susan Sarandon. Oscar winner oh, Susan Sarandon. Oh, of course. Yes, yeah. Of course. Yeah. And well, Thunder I knew that Alice and Janney was yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but I remember, like, I'm pretty sure, like, that's who she spends a significant amount of time with in the movie. Um, I've actually not seen Tammy, so I'm kind of just like assuming. Yeah, I th- I've seen uh, fits and starts of it, but yeah. it, it, so long as I got the question right, that's all I can. Yes, about. that's all that but... matters. And so Thunder Force was Octavia Spencer, who won for the help, and the Heat is good old Sandy Bullock. Yes, yeah, Sandy B. Yes, yeah, uh, Sandy B. All right, okay. I felt that was like an appropriate level of hard. Where I was like, no, I yeah, think I got this. yeah, I yeah. like that. I I I thought that uh, Saint Vincent would throw you. Um, or at least it would like jog your memory. Okay, so the last question, just for fun, Colin, can you name all of Shelley Winter's Oscar nominations? Wow. Uh, ye- I feel ye- like you'll <laughs> be able to get three of them. But oh my god, but yes. talk it out. There's- talk it out. Oh wait. Oh wait. Oh wait. No, she. No. Mm. Doesn't uh- have to be in order. Just. Is it possible to know? Oh wait. How sorry. Many she. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, is it possible to know how many she has, or is that an open-ended question? Yes, I think so, I know. Yeah, so okay. w- the, what I forgot to include in this question are two of those nominations. She actually did win the Oscar. So in addition to that, just you can name, you know, the wins and the nominations, totaling four, but and also winning two. Again, the question was asked a little bit weirdly in my... <laughs> In my opinion, That's all right? Um, but yeah, but that well, should help I know you. That, mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I know because we covered it that she won for the Diary of Anne Frank. Yes. And then I know that she then won later in the '60s for a Touch of Blue. I think it's called. I hope that counts. Uh, Touch of Blue, and then she was nominated. She was nominated, nominated. for the Poseidon Adventure. And she was nominated. Oh shit! Yeah, the other, the gonna, fourth one. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. 
I think I know what it is. Then say and I don't it, believe Margareta. I don't believe <laughs> I don't believe it is Night of the Hunter, which is where I'm getting stuck. I think that it is Lolita. But final answer. I could I think that's my final answer. Okay. You're very close, but oh. not it's okay. So I will say it's a patch of blue as opposed a to a blue. touch of blue. That's okay. Uh. I think that so we I... can give you like a half point <laughs> for that one. Okay, okay so that, was that the only thing I got wrong? Um, no, the other, she wasn't nominated for Lolita, unfortunately. She was nominated for A Place in the Sun. Oh, A Place in the Sun. 1951. Yeah, it, talk it out. You know, she, she, she dies like 45 minutes in into two different movies in the 50s. And yes. I knew about Night of the Hunter. It's also A Place in the Sun. I don't know how well she does in Lolita. Obviously, she doesn't survive. She doesn't survive anything. Um, show me a movie where Shelley Winters gets to the end, you know? Yeah, interesting. I mean, I've not seen all of them, but... I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch, but I just keep running into it. I just watched this yes. really terrible disaster movie called City on Fire that's on Amazon Prime from, like, the 70s, and she plays a nurse in it. And in the <laughs> last, like, three minutes, yeah, she gets killed. It's just stupid. Oh, um, interesting. But, uh, oh, that hurts. Oh, I really wanted to stick the landing on That's all right. Yeah, I thought, we, I thought that was like, well, he's got this one. But also, like, as soon as I saw, because I had no idea what A Place in the Sun was at all. So the fact that, um, but at least you knew, it wasn't like, oh, I've never even heard of that. You knew it. You knew it somewhere I in the back it. of your just, brain. But eight yeah, out of ten. Eight out of ten, Colin. You only missed two. The first and the last. Oh, really? Oh, I, I thought I, so. Oh, no. I got the the Ann Dow June Squibb one wrong. Oh, that's right. Seven out of ten. Sorry. Seven out of ten. <laughs> Keeping us honest. Seventy percent. Uh, well, seven in like I. Well, I guess I that you know what. Seven point five. Keep that smidge yes. of a point. I it wasn't even. I was still keep wrong, that touch you know? of a point. You'll say a touch keep that of blue. Touch of a, keep that touch of a point. <laughs> a patch of it maybe. <laughs> yeah. Make a yeah yeah. That's um, good. So seven point five out of ten. We'll right. go with that not bad not bad not bad all right all right well i hope you had fun i hope it wasn't as stressful as you know uh as my first quiz no i mean it, it's certainly i mean that one has kept me on my toes you know yeah. like i know to not come to these episodes yeah you know half stepping yes know? great oh, my goodness well uh thank you for that mm-hmm. i uh i've got some ideas in my mind i might be a little bit different of a game next week but uh you know nice. there might be still a bit of a game so get ready folks um, excellent well that brings us of course to finally our last segment of the episode the bsa of the week in which we couldn't add a performance a food a song a thing or anything in our lives is acting as the best part of my life it's uh, <laughs> 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 oh, good um who, what, what do you got for me this week? Uh, I only have one. So if you have a nominee that you'd like to go uh, to mention before I do mine, go for it. I, you know, I, I, I'm going to switch them. I have a nominee and a winner. It's already been said, so there's no fanfare. I might as well make it the nominee. But Mayor of Easttown just had its final episode this past weekend. It is so good. It is so fucking good. It, it just, oh my God, the lady acting is it's just so good i truly can't and i wait. i just think you are going to love it like I, the mere fact that it's set in pennsylvania i just think mm-hmm. you're gonna like love mm-hmm. that oh i just 
I, I'm not sitting here shaming you for not seeing it. It's more of like, oh, I'm so jealous. It's like people who had watched Broadchurch before we yes. did. You know, yes. it's like, oh, you don't even know how much you're going to love it. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I'm overselling it. I really just think this is going to be right up your alley. I think if you and Keon can find time together, I yeah. think this is a show you guys would both want to watch. I think it's a fun thing to be able to talk about. Uh, so um, let this nomination be another public service announcement to watch Mayor of Easttown. Because Excellent. <clears throat> now you can binge the whole thing. Yeah, I'm excited. I think I might watch an episode tonight either by myself or with Keon because the night is young. I need yeah. to pick me up after, you know, it's not it's not the the three-day weekend anymore. I need to, uh, you know, treat myself. Um, yeah, some... this will be a nice, yeah, it's a nice way to kind of kick off the week is, is get some mare into your life. Yeah, have some picnic leftovers from yesterday, you know. Ooh. I love picnic leftovers. Oh, yeah, there's good stuff. We haven't stuff. even talked about what what you have. Oh, my God. I know. I was so menu? busy complaining about how my life, my social calendar is full. I'm like, I just hate my friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all these social obligations, I know. if so, you know what, what I mean. I'm yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, we have uh, picnic leftovers from my mom's house. You know, the standard uh, hot dogs and hamburgers. We brought a fruit salad. Um, what, are, what else? Oh, my mom made uh, cheesy potatoes, or as we say in mm. Pittsburgh, cheesy potatoes. Potatoes. Oh, not potatoes. potatoes. Yeah. 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 Um, no, my, my grandmother who grew up in Philadelphia called them yes. potatoes. 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 B E D A D A D A S. She'd even, she'd even like on her like shopping list, she'd write potatoes. I mean, oh, she knew it was potatoes, but it just that. became, we called them potatoes, you know? Yeah. My mom has a couple weird things. So does my, my mom cannot say the word pavilion for the life of her. She always says, <laughs> She always says pervillion and it drives me crazy. And at this point, I've just given up. But every time she says pervillion, because we're going to have a family reunion next summer, it's been decided. She's like, I, I was thinking maybe we could, we could rent a pavilion, you know? And oh, uh, I'm like, Mom, okay. But it's, it I say dab. weird things too, I guess. But, uh, right. And yesterday we it was a um a uh, what was it called a brunch rather than like a picnic it was a Memorial Day brunch so a lot of breakfast foods there are two frittatas mm. one meat one veggie um, some uh, beer battered tofu we had a lot of vegetarians oh in the God. crowd and one vegan and um, uh, a, a cheesy potato sort of casserole and, a, and a, but it's like a breakfast sort of hash brownie thing it's divine. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, well, I feel like I'm forgetting like eight other things, but, um, you know, a little bit of cake left over. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's good. Like, you know, they just like have a full fridge of leftovers, especially like oh, those kind of leftovers. It's, yeah. It's so nice. I yeah. love like, like good leftovers that you want to eat. Not like old Chinese food where you're like, oh, this isn't going to be as good. I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It never is. But, uh, uh this, never this is. is really good. Um, Oh, there was also taco salad that my mom made oh. that was really good. It was awesome. But I, I hated it because she sprinkled the lettuce on top of the taco salad. So you you could microwave it, but it's just going to be wilty oh, lettuce. I wish yeah. the lettuce was on the side. So I just ate it cold. I let it sit out for like 10 minutes, and it kind of took the yeah. edge off a little. And I mean, of course I ate it. It was it was delicious. Does it have so olives in it? It does not. No olives oh. in this one. Yeah. Oh, that sounds delicious. Okay. Yes. Um. So anyway... This is all to say that Keon and I, we started watching the Friends reunion on Friday night and we finished it, I believe, at some point over the weekend. I can't remember. 
and it was such a good time. I loved watching it. It made me really want to maybe, maybe is the emphasis, like start watching it from the beginning, you know, or just like consider it. Who am I kidding? I'll never watch it. But, um, mm. but really, and I know you texted me about it and I never responded to that, but I did laugh out loud. Matt LeBlanc was the BSA of the Friends reunion. He is just such a doofy sort of dad with like his like little belly and just like he's the only one that really didn't get a lot of work done and he still looks kind of normal and like just like throughout the whole reunion i feel like he's really into like uh like potty humor and poop like poop jokes which i love (laughs) so love a poop joke yeah, yeah and i like the end of the couch with like Matt LeBlanc and um David Schwimmer and Lisa Kudrow like the three of them i was like there's something there's like an energy even with like David Schwimmer and Lisa Kudrow because like when she first saw him, she got there first, I think. It was like RuPaul's Drag Race style. And then uh-huh, okay. he showed up second and she saw him and she's like, ah, oh, well, here's the only one that matters. And then she gave him a hug. And I was like, oh, I love that you're friends. Um, that it was, was a good Lisa Kudrow impression. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, so I just, I had a great time. Um, and of course the memes are a plenty with Matt LeBlanc sitting in the chair with his like tennis shoes and jeans on and with his arms oh folded God. on his belly. It's, it's fantastic. Oh yeah. It was like Irish Twitter. Twitter was a blaze of how yes. Matt LeBlanc was like classic Irish uncle. And like some of them were so Yeah. It's funny. really a rabbit hole. Yeah. And just like so specific. Like it was like, you know, uh, like a lorry or a truck driver, like, you know, sitting at the barbecue after someone's christening. Like, it was just, like, so specific. (laughs) I just, oh, my God, it was so fucking funny. Um, So, yeah, Matt LeBlanc as as everyone's uh, Irish uncle. I was, it it almost made me want to watch the reunion special. uh, I feel like you'd enjoy it. I really do. Like, I, I don't know a lot of Friends trivia and stuff like that. But, like, I love a good behind the scenes anything. And it it was really, really well done. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, watch watch it for Lisa. Definitely watch it for Matt. Um, Mm. And uh, I think you'll, I think you'll enjoy it. All right, Matt All right, check it out. <laughs> it was yeah. great. How about you, Colin? Um, well, my uh, my BSA of the week is the other day. I was like, you know what? I I had one of those periods of time where it was like I'm just sitting here doing nothing. I could keep scrolling around, you know, Netflix or Prime or whatever, like trying to find something to watch. Yeah. And I don't know how I landed on it, but I was like, now is the time. I need to finally watch Waiting for Guffman. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I had never seen it. I have no idea why. Oh, okay. Oh, it was fabulous. It's obviously. So great. Yeah, of course. It's you know it's so going to be great. great. Yes. Yeah. And everybody knows but me, and I'm finally catching on. It is, I mean, it's so funny, but I have to say, like, A... I think it's one of Parker Posey's best characters. Oh I think, my God. Yes. I, I just think there's so much genius of her at the Dairy Queen. I yes. think just, there's so much, that character is like one of her best. Stop in, get a Coke, and, you know? Oh my God. It's just, there's <laughs> just, there's this, like this undercurrent of tragedy to her character that yes. I just am obsessed with. And I cannot get over Fred Willard. I oh. cannot. He is 
like it's I, I so scream. good yes oh my god the scene where they're talking about how like they're travel agents but they've never left the town and then she's like well there's that one time and he's like well i mean i mean it was for a medical reason like it's i scream like it was he is oh my god he's a gem. he is so such a gem i i cannot I like I couldn't believe it. I could not believe yeah. it. And obviously, Christopher Guest as Corky St. Clair is, yes. is what a fabulous like a legend. you know hero. Yeah, throughout this movie. Oh, I had such a good time with it. I can't wait to watch it again. It was you know, and I just love thinking about how like that came out, and it was it's not like it you know we were all familiar with this model already. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean I, it was. Uh, you know, best in show, there's kind of like, uh, you know, there's just something different about it where you kind of feel prepared for it. Whereas I feel like when I think of Waiting for Guffman coming out, I'm like, oh, no one was prepared for this, no. you know? Yeah. It was so funny. And so I just wanted to finally, you know, maybe we'll eventually do an episode on it. I, think I it's would only love fair. that. Yes. Amanda Kaczynski is mean, going to be so happy. It's one of her Oh, favorites. I know. I know yeah. this is like her favorite movie. Yeah. Um, the woman who plays Eugene Levy's wife. Oh my God, she's so funny. Uh, she, I just, yes. oh my God, watching in the audience, it just, it was a dream. It was so good, and mm-hmm. so I just, um, yeah, I had a blast with waiting for Guffman. I'm so glad you. Wa- I'm I'm definitely due for a re- rewatch. Like I watched it a handful of times. Like I feel like around college age, and maybe like a little bit in my late twenties. But I I do love it a lot too. Um, so that's that's a great idea. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe maybe we'll have Amanda on as a guest. I know she's very busy these days, Ooh. but I feel like she might make time for Waiting for God. I think she would. I think she would. Yeah. Um, didn't she name her cat after Corky? I mean, that's yeah. a big deal. You know? It's yeah. true. Uh, I don't know why I know that, but I... I, <laughs> I, was, you know, I'm like, I don't know why I, I forgot that. Why yeah. do I know that about Amanda? That's like a yeah. couple cats ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, these are these things that I have no need to know, but I will never forget yes. that Amanda had a cat named Corky St. Clair once. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I mean, yeah, as you should, as you should. As they should. I mean, it's, you know, you never know when you're going to need this information. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, this has been a, a, a jam-packed after show. Is yeah. there anything else we need to cover before we slip out the fire exit? No. Uh, I yeah, think that's – well, I feel good. feel good. Me too. Yeah. Uh, well, folks, you don't need to be reminded, but I'm going to tell you anyway. We don't get played off on the best sporting after show. We, we don't. Leave when we want to leave. Yeah. Got some and, taco uh, salad to eat. Yeah, yeah. Some leftovers. You get some taco salad to eat. Yeah. Maybe I pop in an episode of Mayor of East Town. Who knows? I, you know, I didn't want to say anything, but it might be nice. <laughs> You're like, I've been waiting for weeks over here. Yeah. Okay. It might be nice. Uh, <laughs> it might yeah. be nice. I like that line. <laughs> it might be nice if you put it in an episode. We need to remember that for our screenplay as like the kooky ad. It might be nice if you did that. It might be okay. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm going to just like sit by the phone and wait for you to text me and yes. tell me that you're watching Mare of East Town <laughs> and eating taco salad. Ooh, and until then, <laughs> that's that's my plan for the evening. Perfect. All right. All right. We're well, out of here. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>